Credit card. Welcome to another journey in trying to find out where did I park. I'm your host, Chris, better known as CP, and I'm here to park some of my thoughts and feelings so I can clear my head and get my life together. So here goes nothing. First things first, shout out to this lovely, lovely lady in the grocery store. Uh, people were giving her a hard time because she wasn't really fast and she probably messed up just holiday rushes and stuff like that. But you know how people can get uh, when everybody's in a hurry or they want their stuff now or they're just tired of waiting in line. You get it. So I don't know, I guess because I was feeling bad or feeling generous or whatever, I stayed in her line while other people were moving. And she was so nice. She was sweet. She was just, you know, asking about holiday plans and she wished me well and all that stuff. And it was good. But I did have a problem because she was like crushing my chips. Like, and, you know, if you get those Pringle cans or whatever, somebody puts them in upside down or anything, any type of shake on those chips, they're ruined. Now you just got like a tube full of, you know, confetti. But aside from that, she was really nice. And I hope she had a good holiday. Uh, even though she crushed my chips. But I said all that to say, I hope y'all had a good holiday too. I accidentally took like this whole month off, not from work or anything like that, but from here. Uh, I definitely had plans to come back to the parking lot, uh, but just it doesn't always work that way. You know, I found myself super busy with prepping for the holidays, prepping for hosting. We had a lot of people here in and out. Uh, wanted to make sure that Santa Claus got everything that he was supposed to get for the boys <clears throat> notice i said everything that he was supposed to get and not everything that they wanted you know y'all know how that goes uh, but just you know time slipped away wrapping up stuff at work putting stuff in place to come back to it um now and uh you know things just got the best of me but call it a vacation call it a accident call it somewhere in between um but we're back. We're back in action. And I hope you're ready for a new fun year. But I appreciate y'all rocking with me. But it's crazy how quickly vacations go. It's crazy how we spend all this time wanting and needing vacation and time off. And we're living for this day and that day. And we want to get to the fun times. And then they go by so quick. Or we spend so much time planning that once they actually happen. Uh, it's a letdown or they can never meet our expectations because we anticipated them so long. I don't know. It's the best move to just vacation all the time or uh, just plan your breaks frequently so that you don't end up with these peaks and valleys. Probably. Um, I think there's a few different ways to do it. I think you have to do what works for you. You know, we, you know, when you have kids or when you have a family or you're doing stuff in groups, uh, that could separate you having a trip versus you having a vacation. Sometimes it means you, you're just transferring your responsibilities to an island. Or you're transferring your responsibilities to a plane or a car. Still a bunch of stuff to do. Still time to do it, but at least you're in more control of your situation. Or at least you're in more control of your outcome for a few days. Whatever you want to call it. I think it goes both ways. Uh, but... Whatever it is, use these times to your advantage. Use them to um, really put things in perspective in your life. Use them to benefit what you need and what you want, really. 
versus just using them because it's time to use them. Now, definitely don't give them away. Definitely don't give your time away any more than we already are, but um, just be smart about what you can do with them. But I really think this year is going to be good for a lot of people for a lot of reasons. It's a milestone year for my group, birthday-wise. Uh, one of my best friends is having a baby coming up, so it was cool to um, celebrate him virtually and, and all the things that are coming in their life. So I'm excited to see what's going on there. I'm excited to see what's going on with friends and family. Uh, there's just a lot going on. <clears throat> friendship is friendship is underappreciated sometimes. Um, I came to a realization a little while ago. I mean, it's been a while, but I was thinking about it a little while ago. And, you know, without these lines of communication, we wouldn't be the friends that we are today. You know, our parents, our grandparents didn't have these same lines of communication. So when you went off and did your thing, you went off and did your thing. Also, if you stayed locally, it made more sense because you already knew everybody and there was a whole bunch of local tribes and local connections. And now you're able to maintain the friendships that you had growing up because of the Internet or because of the ability to move around and travel and uh, connect. And you're able to do more than share pictures. You're able to stay in each other's lives. And I think that's a good thing and a bad thing. Um, I think sometimes we hold on to friendship because it's been so long. I think we also hold on to family because it's been so long. Sometimes it's time to let them go. Sometimes it's time to let them do their thing. Sometimes it's time to keep them at a distance. And whether they occupy a title because they've been there that long or they've earned that title and they're still earning that title, uh, I think it's important to evaluate everybody in terms of what they can do for you in your life. Part of me is sad a little bit because I look at um, how many family reunions my family went to. I look at how many high school reunions uh, my parents went to. Uh, I look at so many get togethers and, and catching backups that a lot of people have done. And I just don't feel like that's all the way in the cards for me. Do I hate my family? No. But if they plan it the same time as, you know, I don't know, the Omega Conclave or, you know, some other huge plan in the middle of the summer, it's going to be hard for me to go to, you know, the middle of some town where, you know, our great, 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 greats grew up. Um, it might also be hard for me to go across the country. You know, it's a lot harder for parties of five and, and more like that. I can't promise we're just going to hop in the car and road trip like my family used to do growing up or anybody's family. And also I can't promise that I'm going to pony out, you know, five airplane tickets, especially in uh, this Omarion season. Oh no. So things are different. Um, recently just celebrated a 20 year high school reunion. I'm not going. One, uh, I haven't been back to the crib and I need to. And if I had just happened to be at the crib at that time, I probably would have swung by or said, what's up? But I wasn't. But I couldn't see myself making plans specifically for that. Uh, high school was weird. <laughs> it took me a long time to get through high school. I mean, four years, obviously. But it took me a long time to get through the, the changes in my life. And if I you know, was in the right place at the right time, at the right school, with the right people, took a lot of time to process and figure out, you know, if I really felt like I, you know, I had done the right things. And a lot of those things weren't in my control. 
Um, and now that they are, I ain't got no beef with anybody, but also it's like the people that I'm cool with from high school, people that I'm cool with from high school, I don't need a formal reunion because we talk. Thank you, Internet. I get it, though. Um, it just wasn't huge on the radar, especially since we were doing like a one year remove since everything got canceled last year. I don't know. I just don't think I'll be making any reunions. And you look up and you're like, oh, I'll make the next one or whenever that happens. But it's like, how many more are you going to get? How many more are out there? You know, there's only so many times to celebrate. And I think that's just life. That's the part of life. It's part of getting old. It's part of having more responsibilities. It's part of living. I don't know. So I just thought it was interesting um, when you put that in into perspective it's like man all the stuff that you never thought you'd see or you thought was a million miles away or a million years away it's like you know it just passed you dog were you ready can't promise i was shoot i was barely ready for the holidays like i just explained so you know it's been a, a busy month a month full of reflection um it was a year full of reflection i'd say it's probably been two years full of reflection at this point I know that sometime around the beginning of last year, I was talking about resolutions and really just wanting to do one thing, which was be exceptional. I think if I had to give myself a progress report, I think I was good. I think I was pretty good. Very good. Not great. Not exceptional. But I don't necessarily feel like a failure. I felt like... I was motivated to get out of the rut I was in. I was motivated to make some things happen. I was motivated to take advantage of situations. I was motivated to climb on top of, you know, where we were at. And I think as a country, we were kind of feeling the same way. I don't think that happened. But I don't feel like I failed. What's troubling is I feel like I'm going to use the world, but I think that there's specific examples where I think it was expected for me to be exceptional and anything less than that shouldn't be celebrated. And I'm not going to necessarily celebrate it. I can tolerate it, though, and I can use that to move forward. And I'm cool with that. I don't feel bad about not hitting my lofty goal of being exceptional. I do feel good that I, um, I put in some good work. I've got good results don't think I took the time to analyze everything. So there was a lot of points where I felt like I wasn't living up to snuff or living up to standard, but I think in hindsight, I did pretty good. I think if I'm going into this next year and I'm looking at goals or resolutions, I still have the one big one and this is the milestone year. So I'm hoping to hit it. I'm going to be working for that. But other than that, um, I'm not going to, do the exceptional thing. I'm not going to say this has got to be the best year ever. And I got to, you know, break all these personal records. And my whole thing this year is to just do my best. Uh, it's part of the daily affirmations that me and the boys have with each other. And I want to live up to that. I want to make sure that they're doing that. I also want to make sure I'm being fair to them, being not tough on them, but having a positive influence, making sure that they're motivated and, and pushing forward. 
but I want to make sure that I'm doing my best and not in some old if I did my best and that's okay. Who told you that? Like, I don't want a moral victory myself, but I know me. I know what I look for. I know what I'm trying to do. And if I can do my best to get that done, then I'm going to call that a win. I feel like it's a better measure for me because if I didn't do my best, I can understand calling it a loss. If I say be exceptional, I turn out great. I can't call that a loss, even though technically I might have lost. It's going to be hard for me. Or maybe I don't learn my lesson. I feel like if my goal is to do my best and I don't do my best, I understand that. And I can feel good or bad about that. I can understand if somebody following me were to um, do some type of analysis on their own progress based on following me. Or if they were looking at me to you know, see if there were any uplift or guidance that they could take home with them. And they saw that I didn't do my best. I could feel that. So I'm really trying to make sure that this year I'm using a marker that I can understand. I can hold myself accountable to and I can use that to push forward. It's simple. It's plain, but it's impactful and important to me. So I think my goal this year is to just do my best. And part of doing my best is doing good work. If I do good work, not just occupation-wise, but if I do good work, I'll be able to justify my reasoning for this resolution or goal. If I put in the work and I put it in properly and I do it well, I will succeed. Success isn't going to necessarily be measured by millions of dollars. Maybe not hundreds of dollars. You catch me on the wrong day. (laughs) But it's not going to be measured by super long bouts of accolades or anything like that but it will be measured and if I can do that if I can put that measure in place then that's a win shout out to my wife she had a big win Um, it's not my story to tell it's not my testimony to have but I'm super proud I couldn't be more proud she put in the work she did the good work um She put in hours and years at this point of blood, sweat and tears and money and time and effort. And she stepped up to the plate and knocked it out. She was super nervous. I wouldn't because I already knew and I believed in her and I followed her and I knew she did good work. And then now the work is speaking for itself. So super proud of her. Um, The best is yet to come. She's going to have an awesome year in the new things that she's doing. And uh, I'm excited to be there. I'm excited to watch. I'm excited to be, you know, Mr. Stephanie on this one. And uh, we'll see where it goes. But as we get ready to close, uh, definitely just want to, uh, again, wish everybody a happy new year. Um, I really want to make it a goal, even though I just thought about not making goals. Uh, I want to do good work with this. And I want to get out of any ruts in my life that uh, were not necessarily holding me down, but weren't pushing me forward. Uh, So I'm ready to push forward here, ready to push forward with you all, uh, ready to grow, ready to uh, talk to somebody besides myself. Like I said before, it has been a few episodes ago, but like I said, it's been a year. Um, But I am excited to see where things go. I'm excited to put in good work. I'm excited to do my best. And I 
pray that you all will continue to uh, rock with me along the journey and bring somebody with you. So uh, we're back in business. Happy New Year. Good to hear from y'all. Good to see you. Good to be around you. Uh, Even if it's virtually, even if it's in person, might not be at a reunion, but uh, it'll be around. So uh, I'm excited. Good to see y'all. Good to hear from y'all. Good to talk to y'all. Let's get to some uplift. So if there's one thing I've learned in all my years and all these rings around the tree, I think it's to have patience. And I feel like that lesson was taught on accident. But I was driving somewhere and there were just cars going crazy on the road. And it just made me think, that's how I used to drive, I think. Of course, I'm from Michigan. We drive differently anyway. But these guys were doing the most and there was literally nowhere to go. Like, I understand if there's some room or you're late or there's just some some things to do. But part of driving is seeing the road, seeing what's ahead of you. And you can clearly see that there's nowhere to go. So why are you doing so much? That's a safety hazard. It's dangerous. And it's probably frustrating. You can't be mad at the whole road. And I don't know when it happened. I don't know if it was when I got married, when I became a parent, or just when I got older that you kind of have to appreciate what you're doing and where you're going. And if there's no place to advance, you have to do the best that you can where you're at, or at least make the best of the moment. And so whether we're talking about doing good work or doing our best, um, we have to understand where we're at and use that to our advantage to get what we can get versus trying to get to someplace greater without going along the journey or trying to move faster than humanly possible at the moment. It'll only add to frustration and it'll create realist, unrealistic scenarios that you can't meet. So you're just creating more opportunities for you to be frustrated. I think it's important that we put that into perspective and uh, avoid the road rage in our life. Avoid the youthful ignorance that used to be our, our guiding factor and Start thinking with experience, thinking, moving from experience and creating new experiences. I think that's the best way to approach some of these things. Um, I think that there's growth in going the long way. Shortcuts aren't always short. Um, I think that's a tough lesson to figure out. But once you do you can become the master of your situation. So shout out to a lot of people who are mastering their situations and shout out to those who are still figuring it out. That's okay. There doesn't matter what road you're on. There's something in the way. There's a stop sign, a stoplight, a hazard, traffic, construction. There's always something in the way. We just need to choose which way to go. And when we run into one of these scenarios, what's the best way to get through it? Sometimes the best way is to wait it out. It's tough, especially if you're going to be late, especially if you feel like something's going on without you, especially if there's somebody in the car that's going to be affected by it. It's tough to do it, but we'll be more beneficial by doing it that way and doing it uh, the right way than pushing forward or running into more frustrating scenarios that can only build. So. As we start this new year, let's take our time. Let's do our best. Let's do good work. And I'll see you. Life comes at you fast. I'm just trying to keep up with yesterday. 
I'll be back soon to unload some more of the good, bad, and ugly. And I hope you'll join me again. So once I get done laying out this good work, I'm definitely going to need some help. I'm trying to remember where did I park, park, park.